Hello, it's Tim. Um, driving in the car in the rain, thinking I've been going um, a little bit ham lately with all the, the posts, so might as well keep it going. Um, thinking about why are we single? Why am I single? Why am I single? Why are we single? Why is why are we not in this supposedly great relationship with this great person that's going to make our lives great and happy and perfect and wonderful and better and stronger and why are we not together with our soulmate right and I mean you know we've been we've been taught to to pair up with each other and I always ask well I've been asking like lately are humans supposed to be paired up in a in a in a bond with another human being um, for the sake of just, you know, love. Or like, you know, to be human. It's to be human to be paired up, right? And, you know, there are studies that show that says people who are, you know, have close connections, close relationships, who are married, they live longer, they're happier, they have less health problems. So they have studies like that that show that physically we're supposed to be connected to people, whether it's romantically or very, very close friends that you can talk to about deep stuff and you trust and just you have relationships with. And like, um, I was listening to this podcast and it was talking about how men um, basically become isolated from them from their from their close relationships because of one of the main things that they said was homophobia. Like, men are not allowed to be intimate or emotional with each other because people are going to take that as being gay. So I remember there was a, um, a two baseball players and the Atlanta Braves baseball players and they were like sitting on the bench and one guy was like hugging the other guy and it was like a caress and it was very intimate and you know from the optics of the things it looked like you know a couple like a two dudes hugged up together and it felt like they were you know and there was a whole debate about whether or not they were being gay or not and like you know, of course, we're trying to normalize that kind of behavior now in terms of like dudes, because in American culture, that's not something that we know. But in other cultures, because these two, these two, these two dudes were um, Hispanic, so even in a Hispanic culture, I don't know how normal two dudes like hug, hugged up together, um, just like is is something that doesn't get looked at as gay. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, Nowadays, well, just the way it is, like the whole toxic masculinity debate on how it's, you know, people are trying to like downplay masculinity, but at the same time getting pushback because there's nothing wrong with masculinity. And I think we mistake masculinity for straight, like people who are manly and not acting gay. Like, if you look at a masculine person, you're not going to look at a person who has homosexual tendencies or feminine qualities or, you know what I'm saying? Masculinity is like strong, bearded, you know, provider, you know, tough guy, bigs, you know, whatever the, whatever the case that we, we paint the masculine picture to be. And, you know, that's how we've been taught. Like, if you go back, you know, to the wars that have been fought and all the things that goes along with, like just how we view each other as humans, the masculine human has always been the strong, dominant one. And the feminine human has always been the smaller, weaker one, who submissive one, you know, that person. So 
we get, um, I guess we've been caught up in this type of thinking for a long, long time. Now, I'm not here to say what's right and what's wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, I personally, you know, I'm, I'm big and I'm tall and I'm, and I'm strong. I'm strong looking, but I'm not like the most masculine person you'll meet. You know what I mean? And you'll talk to me like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been, my, sexu- my sexuality has been questioned ever since I became an adult. You know what I'm saying? I don't know about now lately, but, you know, I've always been questioned about whether or not I was gay or straight. So, I understand, like, where it comes from, like, the whole, you know, you have to appear to be a man in order to be masculine. And a lot of people frown upon the whole notion that, you know, you can't, you can't have, you can't be a man and be feminine acting. That just doesn't look right. You know what I'm saying? Even though masculinity doesn't have to be the way that we appear, that we, the way that we think it is. You know what I'm saying? So it goes back to like, how can we as men be intimate with each other without it appearing to be gay, right? And the the I remember, you know, we all remember our young our younger days, our childhood days, when we had like really close friends, and our best friends were guys, and we loved our friends dearly, and we had a very very cl- close connection with our friends. And of course, it changed because, you know, you fall out or you move or whatever happens, and then puberty happens. And then when puberty happens, then all these sexual feelings start coming around. And then once those sexual feelings start coming around, you had to just you had to differentiate between, you know, the, the sexual feelings you have for women and the emotional bond you have with men. So. If it appears like you have an emotional bond with a guy, say, for instance, you try to kiss a hug, not kiss a guy, but you hug a guy, right? And you're a teenager and you walk up to your friend, and you give the guy a hug or you say, hey, can we talk? And you sit there and you guys are actually like holding hands or whatever it is. They're gonna, that's going to be perceived as gay. You know what I'm saying? So there's no way for a man to be intimate with another man without it perceived to be gay. And so we take our intimacy and we put it to the side because we're still not ready to be intimate with females because females bring a sexual quality that, you know, most of us aren't ready for. You know what I'm trying to say? So as a teenager, you struggle with, because you have this desire to love, but you have this physical sexual desire that's coming about, and you can't have it, you can't have it both ways as a teenager. You can't love your, your guy friends while dealing with your, your sexual attraction for females. You know what I'm saying? So we end up isolating our emotions because, you know, as, as, as much as we want to connect with the opposite sex, there's certain things that men can, can, can feel about each other that a woman can't and vice versa. Because you know how women, they have this, this sisterhood, this sisterhood. They, they know each other. Women know each other and they love each other and they can look at each other and they can bond with each other and, they, and, they, and they're happy because of it. Even when a man, when they go through their romantic situations and their man can't fulfill their, their emotional desires, they go towards females or, you know, they you know, their children. A lot of women will put their feelings and their emotions into their children as well. And that's, that becomes, like, how they navigate through the world. You know, 
And for men, we are not allowed the same luxury to turn to our friends as adults for our emotional needs because we're not allowed to express our emotional needs to our guy friends. Like, you can't go to your man friend and say, hey, I really need you. Please call me. You know, I want to talk. We need to talk about some things, and I need to, I need you. You know what I'm saying? Go to your guy friends and say, I need you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if it would be frowned upon, but, like, the, 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 the reaction will probably be, the hell's wrong with this guy? You know what I'm saying? So, that turned us into whoever we we're going to be in terms of, like, romantic relationships because, you know, unless you have, like, a really strong parental bond and, like, your mother and your father are both, you know, emotionally aware and they're able to provide those emotional needs for you, then you're probably able to navigate those feelings health, health with health, you know, healthily. How do you say that? You're able to navigate those feelings in a healthy way, yeah. Because you have parents and your parents are emotionally aware and they're able to to help you go through those things now culturally you know especially in african-american culture healthy expression of emotion is not something that's allowed it's frowned upon because if you cry it's you gotta you know man up you know you're acting like a bitch stop acting like a punk toughen up you know, you get chastised. And I don't mean chastised. I mean, we have, we call it chastised because you'll get punched in the chest. Man up. Toughen up. You know what I'm saying? You're a bitch. You're a pussy. Stop being a pussy. Stop being a little scary cat. You know what I'm saying? And those things force us to be tougher exteriorly than we actually are interiorly. I'm using all kinds of weird words. But, um... I don't know how to like um, change that because it's definitely a cultural thing and it's definitely I mean I think it's different it's a little different now because more men are sensitive to the needs of their children and they're able to they're starting to learn how to be more receptive to boys expressing themselves in an emotional way you know what I'm saying I'm sure a lot of men are still like yo I ain't taking no punk ass son I ain't you know my son ain't gonna be crying and I ain't doing all that that bitch shit that pussy shit you know what I'm saying you gotta got a man up, you know what I'm saying, toughen up, toughen up, toughen up, and, you know, a lot of times, that's not what a guy needs, it's just like women need love and tenderness and, and compassion and and warmth and caring and somebody to express themselves to, boys need that too, men need that too, and it becomes a very, very tricky thing because, you know, we, we go into this world not knowing how to express ourselves emotionally as adults. Men, you know, as a male adult, some females, they can't express themselves either the way that that's healthy. But a lot of men adults can't express themselves emotionally because we're all like, nah, 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 I'm tough, I'm tough, I'm tough. But then when you get into intimate relationships with, with women, especially women, because that brings another layer of stuff. That you weren't that you weren't ready to handle, because you weren't equipped to handle your own emotions. So you go into these relationships with women, thinking that it's going to be the best thing in the world, and because you know you meet them in the beginning, and it's all like beautiful and wonderful, because you know the 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 chemicals are, are flowing, 
And then, you know, you, you, you start to want things different. You start to want more. You start to you start to process things differently because now you're 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 getting closer to this person. You speak to him every day. You speak to her every day. You guys see each other a few times a week. You guys are talking about like future and you guys are combining each other's lives and everything is starting to like go towards the direction of which I guess is the hopeful conclusion marriage. So you know, not being able to navigate your your emotions and your feelings in an intimate relationship with a female is very is very difficult. You know what I'm saying? Because a woman cannot handle your emotional needs all the way, all the time. Because it's a different type of experience that you have, and sometimes a woman needs a man because she's taught to look at a man in a masculine way, in a stereotypical masculine way. And if the woman is looking at the dude as you got to be the man in the house, you got to be the the provider, the strong one, and I'm allowed to express myself emotionally, but you got to be able to accept it and you got to be able to take me for who I am, which in turn, you know, you have to be able to to figure out how you're going to deal with your own emotions. You know what I'm saying? And we haven't been taught how to deal with our own emotions because it's just the way society has been. We've been raised by society and society says, nah, 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 nah. Cut all that emotional shit out. You know what I mean? So, my point is, is just we have to figure out a way to um, teach our boys how to be open emotionally without it turning into something perverse like where the kid's throwing temper tantrums or he's having emotional outbursts because those aren't actually healthy expressions of emotion. If a boy says, I feel sad because you took my toy or this kid took my toy, you can say, all right, well, let's talk about it. And then you can talk it through. And then hopefully the boy will understand that it's okay to be sad, but you also have to be able to process it in a way that's, that's not going to cause harm to other people. And I think once we block our own sadness, or our own fears, or our own pain as children, then those become, they, they, they go somewhere else. They go to a deeper place. They go to a darker place. You know what I'm saying? So that sadness and that anger and that fear go to a darker place. And then it's left to just stew and it's left to just sit there. So now you're sitting there with all this anger and fear and pain that you haven't processed as a child. And then you come up and as in the larger child and then you start to lash out at other people and sometimes you know you don't really lash out at other boys that way sometimes you might lash out at a romantic partner because that's the closest thing you have to open intimacy is with a close romantic partner because we don't we're not intimate with boys anymore because you know, boys are not allowed to be intimate, so we got our romantic partners. So we take all of our intimacy, we put it into some romantic partner, and then it turns out to be like that partner can't handle our intimate selves, which is not that partner's job to handle our most deepest intimate selves. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not made to be everything for everything for one person. I don't believe we're made to be everything for somebody because that person... That's a lot of responsibility on that person. You know what I'm saying? 
And then if you guys have kids, and then this is what happens. So you guys are each other's everything for a while, right? Then the kids come in, and then what happens? The woman has to provide for the children in a way that's taken away from the man. And if you don't believe that men are needy emotionally, when you, and when you, and you have a kid with somebody, and then all of a sudden the relationship changes, right? How many times you just heard your guy say, just things, every time we had kids, things just got different. You don't take care of me the same way, right? Okay, that's because this, the guy has emotional needs. He has physical, emotional, mental needs. And he don't know where else to go with them except to you because that's, that's the only, that's the closest thing you have to a parent. It's his wife or his girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? So part of that is, is because, you know, we don't know where to go. A man don't know where to go. And he's been taught, not even he doesn't know where to go, he's been taught to not go anywhere else with that. But once he gets involved in a relationship, he goes there with that person because naturally you're going to flow in the direction of your deeper inner self. And your deeper inner self comes out in a, a, a romantic relationship because you just naturally are closer to that person than anybody else in your life. You probably talk to your girlfriend or your boyfriend more than you talk to your parents, more than you talk to your friends, more than you talk to your coworkers. You know what I'm trying to say? So those relationships automatically are going to bring out all the stuff that, that that's inside of you. So my point is, is like, how do we fix it? Because then it goes back to, okay, men ain't shit, men cheat, men are dogs, men are hoes, men are players, men are this. And, you know, we behave in that way. And... That's not the that's that's a problem. That's a symptom of of something deeper internal that a man has not been able to to figure it out yet. You know what I mean? Like new pussy is like it's it's a drug. It's addictive, and like you have to be able to understand that as a man that new pussy is just temporary. Even if it feels good, it's only temporary. If you decide that you want to be in a relationship with somebody, right? So if you decide you want to be in a relationship with somebody and part of the, the contract is you can't have new sex, or you can't have sex with new women, then you have to learn how to process that and say, okay, even though it's a strong desire, I have to put that away from me. But then what we do is we use our emotions and we use our feelings and we say, well, I feel this way, I feel this way. And we forget about the contract and then we move on to other things. And then a woman finds out and it turns to a big bullshit and it's just like, you know what I mean? But um, I'm going to continue this some, another time. Uh, um, I'm not done yet, but I'm going to, I got to go. I got to go to work, actually.